welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Let's go on our Bibles to Matthew 13, verse 16. We'll pick up where we left off yesterday. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For surely I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Now he's saying your eyes are opened up when you become born again. He's saying all these people were looking for salvation. They were looking to be born again so that Jesus Christ would come to live in your heart by the Holy Ghost, that you would have a, an understanding of the Word of God like you never thought possible, that you could see the truth of the gospel. You could see the blessings that God has laid out for us. Let's go to John chapter 9, verse 39 through 41. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you say we see, therefore your sin remains. They were looking at religion that the works of the law that were present at that time, and that's what they believed was going to deliver them and make them righteous before God. But he's saying, if you were blind, you would have no sin. He's saying, you say, but you say, you see, therefore your sin remains. They didn't come into a knowledge of the light of the glory of the gospel of Jesus, of Jesus Christ that shined on his face See, they didn't come to the glory of God. They were walking in the law, through the things of the law, by the things of the law, saying, look at what we've done, look at who we are, look at what I've done, look at how I'm, uh, I'm walking in the fullness of the law, doing all these things. And Jesus said, if you said you were blind, if you were blind, you'd have no sin. If you didn't... But you say, you see, but see, religion, religion will never get anyone anywhere. Only one thing that will get you anywhere, and that's a knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and his salvation. Coming into the family of God, knowing who he is, allowing him to live in your life, to be the Lord of your life, to be the Savior of your life, to be everything that you need in every situation in your life and knowing what God's word says concerning that. But the Pharisees were saying, well, we're living by the law of Moses and that's what we live by. And he's saying, that will never get your sins washed away. Only one thing, and that's a knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? Now, 1 John 2, verses 8 through 11. Again, a new commandment I write to you, 
which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing in a way and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. Now we can look back at what the Pharisees were saying and what Jesus said. Now see, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, because Jesus said he was the son of God, they wanted to kill him. Well, one of the commandments that Moses gave was, thou shalt not kill. And, you want, and you're not supposed to steal. Covet your neighbor's wife. All, these other, all the other Ten Commandments. But he's saying, you all are, are wanting to kill me because I said I'm the son of God. They were walking in darkness, weren't they? They weren't walking in the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Verse 9, but he who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. They hated Jesus because he was taken away Everything they believed in because of their position that they had in the church. Is that right? He's saying your position in the church won't get you anywhere. Only one thing is going to get you anywhere, and that's believing that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. Verse 10. He who loves his brother abides in light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness. And does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. He's saying if you hate somebody and, and uh, if you hate your brother, hate somebody, then it blinds you to the truth. Because hate is from the devil. He's come in, caused division. Anytime you see division, you can recognize one thing, it's from the devil. God does not divide anything. The only thing he ever does, he divides light from darkness. He divided that. But he wants unity in the body of Christ especially. And he will show you the division between darkness and light. But he does not want any division in the body of Christ. Now there's going to be division between light and darkness because light and darkness... The light, it, it shines upon the darkness and it exposes the darkness that is in people. But if you hate your brother, how can you say that you walk in light when you hate them? You have to love everybody. And uh, we have to love everybody. He said he, and uh, this is the thing you have to understand. that We say, who, do you, who are you supposed to love? You love everybody that God loves. Who does God love? He loves everybody, doesn't he? We're not supposed to hate anybody, but we're supposed to walk in the light as he is in the light. And if we do, we don't hate anybody. We love everybody. And if there's something that comes up between you and that person, then you pray for them and you, and you ask them for forgiveness if you need to. But you also... Walk in forgiveness toward them and say, I understand where they're at and why they're doing what they're doing. And you pray that God will open up their eyes. And, and if, he, if he can't use you, pray that somebody will cross their path to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to them so that they can turn and change their ways. Amen. And we pray for that person that God will open up their eyes so that they can see what they're doing if they're doing something wrong. We're not their judge, but we are the light 
for them, and we're supposed to walk as light to them. And I'm sure each and every one of us have stumbled in that area. And all we have to do is ask God to forgive us for that, and he'll forgive us too. And we repent and turn away from it, and he forgives us too. And that's one thing that I've learned. A lot of people say, well, I've seen other Christians do things that I don't, that are uh, uh, just as bad as what some people that aren't saved have done. Well, that didn't change who Jesus is. And it doesn't mean that they didn't go and ask God for forgiveness. The difference in uh, a Christian and one that's not a non-Christian is that people that are Christians, they, they realize that they have sinned and they come before God and say, Father, forgive me of that sin. And he automatically just forgives them at that very second and holds it against them no longer. And people that aren't born again will come to God and ask God for that forgiveness. And then it's held against them. Because they haven't come to Jesus Christ and, and asked him to forgive him so that they can be washed clean from that sin. Let's look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. He's delivered us from the power of darkness. It is no longer held against us. We no longer walk in darkness, but we walk as children of light. And he's conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. When you become born again, you're conveyed into the kingdom of the Son of his love. And you no longer live in the kingdom of darkness, but you live in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the kingdom of God lives inside of you. Amen. And he has washed away all of our sins. Through his blood. Only one way. And you come and you say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that your blood has washed away every sin. I believe that you're seated at the right hand of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. And that you're risen from the dead. And you're seated at the right hand of God. And that you are my Savior and that you've washed away every sin and I have nothing held against me from now or forevermore. And he will say, enter in to the kingdom of God, my dear son. Amen. Because when you become born again, you're not just an old sinner saved by grace anymore, but you automatically become a child of God. A child of God. Say, when I'm born again, I will become a child of God. Now, after you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you say, I am born again and I am a child of God. And I walk in light and not in darkness. Amen. And Jesus Christ's blood redeemed me. He purchased me back from the detriments of sin and i am forgiven of every sin through his blood amen and there's only one way let's look at colossians chapter 3 and verses 13 through 14 now bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another even as christ forgave you you also must do but above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfection and he's saying, if you have anything against anybody, forgive them. And when do you forgive them? 
You say, Father, I don't feel like forgiving them, but I'm forgiving them by faith. And, and sometimes your feelings may not line up with your forgiveness, but you say, Father, I forgive them. And you say, Father, I, I will not hold anything against them ever again, and I'm forgiving them just like you've forgiven me, and I'm restoring them back into fellowship just like you did me. Every time if I do something wrong, I'm restoring them back to the position that you do me when I do something wrong. And you don't hold it against them. Because if you hold something against somebody, then what will happen is it will hold you in bondage even after you're born again. And you have to forgive them because if you don't, it will hold you in bondage and you will not get your sins forgiven. That's the only thing that will keep you from it. But if you say, Father, I'm forgiving them and I ask you to forgive me for walking in unforgiveness or in any way. And if you have a complaint against them, pray for them. Pray for them. Say, Father, I ask you to minister to them, to show them what they've done wrong, but I forgive them and I'm not holding anything against them. And I ask you to, to take care of this for me. And guess what? He takes care of that for you because you're his child. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you.